0: Hello and welcome to Reality with Wreckage Rider, which is me because that's who does the podcast and obviously I messed up the introduction, but that's the way things go here. i um, brought to you by my little green smart car where the battery is slowly draining because you shouldn't really sit in a car and have the lights turned on, but hey, that's what jump starters are for and I need to test my jump starter. Um, so tomorrow's gonna suck when I have to get somewhere fast because I'm gonna be, um, jump-starting my car. Uh, this, today, anyway, today's the Bully Awareness edition of the podcast. Um, a long-time friend of mine has... Uh, uh, or right, uh, with my, with... Okay, how do I put this? A long-time friend of mine has, r- runs a Bully Awareness... Um, group on Facebook and also on Discord. This is a place where people who are victims of bullies or who need help with anything bullying related can come and have people of their peers or people who will share in with helpful information can um, come and they can get help because what we found is it's become an increasing problem Lately, where the times are changing, but we're not evolving as far as um, how much we condescend to other people, how much we, um, how much people go out of their way to hurt other people. It has that. It has evolved with the times. Now, we we all obviously will uh, will acknowledge that and we have different life experiences in different parts of the the globe me being in Australia I will have different experiences to somebody in the United Kingdom or Lithuania or Tanzania or North Africa or Egypt or America I nearly forgot that place um, so we we generally come together as a global community so we can actually help each other. And maybe as as part of the planet, part of the globe, we can actually combat it and make... Bullying is never going to go away. It's just how we deal with it. And we're just providing a platform for people to go and, and, uh, and seek assistance. Or even if they are a bully... Even if somebody who feels that they get they say for example you have a colleague in your in your workplace that everybody around is bullying but you have found that you have become part of that bullying culture. I fully respect if you come to me and ask say, hey, I've done this, I've made a mistake. How do I stop this? How do I get out of this rut? How do I stop being a bully? And I will I'll take every moment I can to help them because everybody's just trying to get by and everybody is trying to do the right thing in life. Now, as I said before, we have technology in the... It like, okay, we're living in the future. Now, I was born in 1989. Um, I, This was back when I was alive when the Berlin Wall was still up. I was alive for three months of that, but I was alive back then. A lot has changed since then. We have now got phones. I've basically got a studio sitting in my hand right now. I'm planning on getting an actual studio for this podcast, or at least enough recording equipment to be able to do this with with it sounding better. But we we've got... Pretty much everything we need in the palm of our hands, the computers we have, everything is absolutely incredible. Everything's just run by magic. That's all I could put it down to. People way smarter than us are figuring things out. And us people, we're just like, ah, oh, no, my data's gone. But, oh, oh, no, I've got no battery in my phone. Or... You know, but we are now at an age where we are so used to living with everything flowing easily. We're used to having that phone next to us. We are used to having a constant flow of electricity. People don't like to pay for it, but we've got a constant flow of electricity. And I'll tell you something. I do not like paying for electricity. You know why? Ne- electricity is a part of nature. In my... In my personal opinion, and even my borderline religious opinion, I'm not going to get too much into that, not on this episode. My borderline religious opinion and my personal opinion, electricity should be free because it is a part of nature. So this is my first part of um, what I'm going to talk about, is how I am making free electricity. Right now, this phone is powered by solar power. Right now, this is... Currently, a solar-powered phone. I'll tell you how I do it. I have solar panels on top of my roof. They go down to a big, a deep. Uh, actually, no. This one actually went to a lithium-ion battery storage, and then went into a inverter, which comes straight out into a USB, which charges a power bank, which then in turn charges my phone. I also have my laptop charging the same way, I it all is solar power, I try to unplug things from the power, from the government, basically, from the government, or whoever run, whoever's getting all that money, and plug it into the sun, because energy, energy is free, it should be, well, it's free if you can actually get the resources to harness it, it's just like charging people for oxygen, you know, I don't like... I wouldn't pay for oxygen. Well, pure oxygen would be great if I could get that, but I don't think they would allow... They don't allow Australians to have most things. We can't even be trusted with snow. Like, imagine in Queensland, where I am, we don't get snow. What actually happens in Queensland when there's snow, like, four hours into New South Wales, which is on the border, we lose our minds. We have people who don't know how to dress for the snow... Racing down there just to make a snowman the size of your fist and they they just want to get the experience and good on them. Oh uh, yeah, should probably mention because I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually linking this episode into a very public place. I have to curtail my language and swearing, so I apologize right now if I let one slip, it is not intentional. I'm doing my best here. Okay, so going back to the power power problem, we, we you you can if you want to, or if you have the resources. Even if you don't start off small, when I barely had any money, I started off with a solar panel. What well, you just heard is actually my first solar panel. It's sitting in my car right now. That actually charges up my car, keeps my car battery going, um, while I'm not using the car for a long amount of time, but. My first solar panel is a tiny solar panel and just learn how to do it. Learn electricity, learn how to, and obviously do it safely. You don't want to fry yourself because there is nothing funnier than, you know, watching somebody fry themselves. Yeah, it sucks. I've been slapped by the hand of a god many, many, many times by making silly, silly mistakes. Um... And the light in my car just went out. I wonder if there is a serial killer after me. This is how horror movies start. Okay, I'm going to... Oh, turn it back on. There we go. Um, so, then we... Then... So, you got power. Now, that's okay. You've got your power, your connectivity. This is the big thing that... I don't have a lot of advice with. I was fortunate enough to grab a really good deal of a, a certain plan from a service provider that enabled me to pay $3 per day for unlimited everything. And um, I I just took advantage of that, held on to it. And very soon, when Starlink, which SpaceX is doing, when that becomes available, I will be taking full advantage of that. I know it will cost a bit more, but I think it's cool, and I want to pay for for the future of technology and i also like the fact that i could take that satellite dish wherever i want and just put it in the ground i think the instructions are face towards uh, plug in and face towards sky so just don't do it under a tree and you'll be you'll be right and it's not that hard but people will probably write in and complain because they live under a tree and yeah i like trees too so maybe they might have to walk a few steps beside the tree. Um, so that's that. I do, um, I, I am also a really passionate fan of electric transportation. I drive a bus. I pollute, the env- I pollute the environment because I use about 200 litres of diesel every single day I drive a bus. Which is not cool. It is it, it pays for it pays for my family and all that, but it's a job. I would love to have an electric bus. We don't have them yet because the battery, storage capacity and everything like that, and the range and all that. It just doesn't it's just not there yet. We're gonna get there. We'll get there in time. So I have been experimenting uh in the past few um uh, just looking at a message from Ace, who just messaged me while I'm doing the podcast. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to him because he's actually the um, person who manages the bully support group, and he—I'm sure he wouldn't mind me shouting him out on this. Anyway, going back to what I was saying, the electric vehicles, Teslas, are too expensive. Face the fact, people like you and me average person can't buy one yet, and I don't really plan on getting in debt over a Tesla when I've already, I'm already paying off cars, I've got enough to, I've got that, that is, that's not going to happen, so I have been experimenting with electric scooters, uh, I do have a zero ten x electric scooter, and that thing is absolutely berserk. It keeps up with the cars. Is I I should really um, it can really be described as an electric motorbike because it does keep up with the cars, not on highway but on normal on normal traffic. It keep up with the cars, and it is really dangerous. It is really dangerous. While well, my voice is. Like a twelve-year-old, I apologize. It's really dangerous, and it's. I think it's. Sh- they should be. You should actually have to provide a motorcycle license to actually buy one. Because if you're sixteen, you can buy one. So I don't recommend that for the first one, because it's. It, it's. It's a really. I, I'm a professional driver. I know. I. I can. I've had experience in flying gliders. I've flown slight, uh, light aircraft. I've flown. I've driven boats. I've got a boat license. I've driven big boats, and I've got a motorcycle license. And I also have a truck license, which is why I can drive a bus. So, my professional opinion: get something that has a maximum speed of about twenty five kilometers per hour. And something that uh, that is made by a decent manufacturer. If you're going to go electric for your transportation, and this, and also get something that could maybe get you you, that you're allowed. That's small enough that you're allowed to take on a bus or a train. My scooter, you, I can't take it on the bus. It's too big, but I might be able to take it on a train. So if you. So there's that, or there is this other thing, and you're going to have to go on a Google search. It's called an electric unicycle, and it is not as bad as it sounds. Just imagine a Segway, like Mall Cop, like Kevin, like you know Kevin, that like he was my childhood hero. Um, Kevin on that Segway, except it's only got one wheel, and your feet are over the side. That's what an electric unicycle is, except it can go as fast as a car can go. I am not joking. This is a fast and very, it's, is it's dangerous if you don't know how to drive or ride and you take unnecessary risks. I have had one at about 47 kilometers per hour, I am not going to convert it into miles per hour, because I don't feel like it, but it can go 47 kilometers per hour, and you stand there, and you feel like you're Iron Man, I have literally had, nah, 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 nah. going while I've been on it, just, you know, Iron Man, and if you actually get it, if you actually got, my reference then, then you're my best friend. No two ways about that. Um, so, I, so there's that, which they are fantastic. You don't see them very often. I Mine is actually made by Segway, so it's a very good brand, and I have had one accident at 40 kilometres per hour on one of them. It was a different one. And, I have to tell you, falling on the road at that speed sucks. You get a message when that happens. That message is wear more protection. I cannot stress this enough. If you're going to try to use something like this, you want to look like you're overdressed. You want to look like you're running the MotoGP and you're about to crash into a barrier. Because they, when they're great, when they don't crash. But when you crash, it sucks because you fall forward and it will come over you. And so just be be aware of all that. But if you don't take unnecessary risks and you do know how to ride it, they're a lot of fun, and you can safely ride it and do what you need to do. Um, I.e., if you have a backpack, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt with the balance, you lean by bouncing it to me it's just like standing there and you just go. So you can actually do all this without and what I've been doing is I've been plugging in my electric unicycle into my solar system. So I've been having a completely free transport when I need when I need it. But I only do it really late at night because I don't like people looking at me. I get enough of that at work every single day. Um, I, I also do really enjoy the freedom of moving around, of being, having that freedom of, even if it's just sitting there not being turned on, knowing that I own something, that I can move away, I can, I can get away if I need to, I can go from here, if none of my cars start because I've had the worst day in the world, I'll know that it starts, you just flick a switch and off you go, it's an electric motor, they're simple. And I can go and get milk or food for my family and things like that. And my scooter has two motors on it, so there's redundancy there. So it goes slower, but if you're needing to get somewhere, you don't matter about that. Alright, now I'm keeping on topic with the bully awareness um, edition of this episode um my next the next topic's going to be how I deal with bullying on the bus now my and this is uh, people just have been asking me just generally this isn't this isn't that that segment that will come up later, but this is just my general saying what I do now when I'm driving a school bus which does still happen from time to time, I can't really be watching everything that happens in the, in the back of the bus because I am driving the bus. I am in charge of a Now, at that point it might the whole lot might weigh 25 tons. It gets really heavy these school buses. Full of people and a lot of them are probably standing. So when something happens back there, I don't always know. I've been I have been pulled into the office because the, the boss has said, there was somebody who was beaten up on your bus. And I, and obviously, I'm, it's no laughing matter. I say, oh, no, oh my God, what happened? This is, I, I, I'm sorry, this shouldn't have happened. And they say, yeah, but it happened right at the back of the bus, right behind the seat. There's literally no way I could have known about it. So, I stress, if you are ever, if you're a school kid listening to this and you actually might be from this edition of Reality with Wreckage Rider, if you're a school kid and you think you might get bullied, sit where the bus driver can see you. You don't have to be somebody who dobs on people. um, Just wait a second oh, there's a police car just drove past. Okay, you don't have to be the person, you don't want to knock on the person or dob on the person or tattle tattletale or whatever term you use on the person bullying you. I get it. You don't want to be that person and you might be scared about the consequences of doing that. But just sit somewhere where you could be seen. If they want to get caught out, if they get caught out then then um then something will happen the bus driver hopefully will stop and actually do the job properly the best advice i can give you when you're sitting, sitting next to sitting somewhere where you're seen sit about four seats back on the opposite side of where the bus driver is sitting now, in the middle mirror of the bus, you can actually see that area perfectly. So you're not sitting up the front of the bus, you're sitting about four seats back. It's it's a perfect spot for us to see. And you just stay there. If, if you're scared of somebody on the bus, if you've got any problems like that, just, just sit there, do your own thing. And hopefully, the hopefully it won't be a problem. And of course, if you are comfortable with doing it, you should tell an adult. You should always tell the bus driver if something happens. If you're hurt, scream. Do something to get attention. I'm not saying hide in any way, shape, or form. That's um. It, so, but I have dealt with bullying myself on the school bus. How I personally deal with it is I stop the bus. You can't do anything while the bus is moving. You stop the bus. I open the door because I... Okay, to me, the door being closed is a restriction of freedom. I open that door to de-restrict the freedom of everybody in the bus. Yes, they are kids. But it's also if something big, bad or ugly happens, like a fire happens on the bus, I want everybody to be able to get off the bus. So I stop the bus, I open the door, I put in park, put in neutral. I do not turn the engine off because that's not necessary. But if it is necessary, I will turn the engine off. And then I sit in my seat, I don't stand up. Some bus drivers do stand up, this is just my preference. I don't stand up. I do turn around though. If I am flexible enough, some, sometimes I'm not. I do turn around and I ask, "What is happening?" In a nice voice, I say, "Guys or girls, what's going on? Can somebody please tell me what's going on?" And I say it nicely. I don't.
1: I don't say, "Hey,
0: what's going on?" I say, "Hey, can somebody just let me know what's going on so we can all keep going, either two or or we can all get home?" And if they say And I've had it happen where they say, oh, this person slapped me. And then I say, okay, well, that person, did you do that? And they normally, normally when you're giving them respect half the time, they actually are honest about it. They say, yes, I did it. I say, okay, you did that. Can you please sit up the front of the bus or can you sit somewhere else? And I'm going to be watching you. This bus will only move if you are away from this other person. And they are normally okay normally I've got a good um, I've got a good um, rapport with these kids anyway so they i we have a good respect to begin with so I respect them they respect me and that's what happens if it's not a big deal I won't report it to the principal if it is a big deal I will do the paperwork which is a pain in the butt but I will do that paperwork and I will report it. But normally, I try to avoid that because I don't have that many problems on, on the school bus normally. Um, now, that's on a school bus. I don't drive a school bus very often. I drive a public transport bus, which is full of adults. So, and believe it or not, adults will bully each other as well. <sighs> I'm trying to think of an incident, one incident I remember, and I've got to sugarcoat this, this lady was on the phone to her very young, why the sounds of it, because the way she was talking in the phone, very young uh, kid, son or daughter, I don't know, and she was just talking loudly, yeah, I could hear her, she was just talking loudly to her kid, which is fair enough, there was pleasant, really, she was saying, oh, what did you do today, kindy, and, and you know, just this really nice thing, and there was a couple of other adults, and I thought, yeah, this is alright, I heard this other adult starting to just be like, yeah, no, 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 all I could hear was, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just started, like, angry time, uh, I've got bad hearing, so I could hear he was just getting a bit angry, so I said to this fella, I said, oh, I said, what I do with the school kids. I said, is there everything okay back there? And he gets up and he says, in words that I'm not going to use right now, he says, that woman is talking to blank loud and I am trying to have a blank and good ride. And anyway, her husband who was there, he gets up He starts... They're both about to have an actual fight. So I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm going to stop this bus. He's... I'm stopping this bus. And I was in the middle of the city at this point of time. They could not have picked a worse place for me to actually actually have their fight. And I'm trying... I'm like, guys, I just want to know what's happening. I'm trying to get this... The person who was really angry... I'm just trying to get him over towards me and talk to me. I said... Hey mate, and I, I do call him mate because it's not, I'm trying, I would rather be nice to him than mean to him. I said, hey mate, I want to know your concern. Can you please come down here? So he like <laughs> rushes down the bus. And I'm thinking, wow, he's really coming towards me and I'm, he's getting angry at me. So he comes towards me. He sits there and he's just swearing at the top of his lungs at me and he's, and the other guy, he's trying to defend me because now I'm getting, I'm actually getting bullied because this guy thinks that I'm on everybody else's side. So I'm driving a bus, having my ears blown out by this guy swearing, and then, and then anyway, he says, "All right, you back there? I want to get off the bus and I want to fight you." And he said, "Okay." no problem, so I stop the bus, I open up the door, the guy who was the aggressor to begin with, he gets off the bus, I close the door and I drive off, with the parents still on the bus, I I let him off the bus, and the the person who was trying to defend me remained on the bus, because he was just trying to be, he was, at that point in time, the anger was actually towards me, he was trying to defend me, so I was, and he obviously had a kid at home, or a kid somewhere, so I wasn't going to let leave him behind and the person who was being aggressive got left behind. That was an extreme situation. I have had other people telling me what to do with my how to drive a bus and things like that when they are on the bus. How do you okay, if you tell me telling me how to drive the bus and criticizing me? Why aren't you actually driving a bus? Hang on, why are you catching a bus if you know more about my job? I, there's reasons I do things. So, yeah, I actually get bullied and harassed a lot at work, but I deal with it in a way where I think, OK, this per, these people, these, OK, if you bully somebody, if you're going to harass somebody, chances are your life is pretty, it's not perfect. So, I generally have to take my, a step back and think, okay, this person's actually catching a bus. Yes, they're criticising everything I'm doing. They're going to get off the bus. The lo- They're, they're going to get off the bus soon. I don't want to have a complaint made against me for something that is not my fault. So, I just let them go. It's easy for me to do because I'm actually paid to be there and I... Paid to put up with that stuff. I understand if you are not paid to do it and it happens all the time and you, you know, my the best way I protect myself is I think, okay, they're having a bad day. Their life is miserable. They are taking it out on me. I am helping them in some way by by them releasing their anger. And I'm actually turning it into what feels like a positive thing towards them, even though it might not be. I feel like I'm helping them, but then I'm internalising it. And I do actually go and I do talk to colleagues and my partner. I do get support with... with... um with various people, on when these things happen. And sometimes they get bad. Sometimes I actually do fear for my safety at work. It happens about once a week, I actually fear for my safety. And normally it ends up pretty good. I have only been physically attacked once. And, yeah, it's not normally a bad. It's not... It's a pretty good job. I love my job. I'm only kind of being a downer. So I'm going to really... My job, you actually see the best in people more than you see the worst. I've been saying about the worst in people a lot. I've seen more people get out of a bus and help blind people cross the road than I've seen people get bullied at work. I've seen more people... Go and help a lady out with with all of her shopping and get back on the bus even though they didn't have to. And I see that way more than I see bad things. Human beings are generally good people um This episode is gonna go for a long time. This is gonna be my longest episode because I'm not even i'm not done yet all right um. And I'm saying um, Armelot. And there was pointed out earlier by somebody about saying um, Armelon. And I'm pointing it out now. Yes, I'm gonna say that because I don't have a script. So yeah, I do know it. So before anybody says it, I get it. Answers from a wreckage writer. The question was, How do you deal with people constantly telling you that your career choice is bad, specifically that your gender doesn't belong in that career. Well, I haven't dealt with that really, not a lot. I was a support worker for people who were disabled into, in the late 2000s, like 2008, 2009, where it was a predominantly female position. Nobody ever said, oh, that's a girl's job or anything like that to me. So I got, I, I wasn't even lucky for that. That just happened. So my life experience with that is it has not happened to me. But, We're living in 2021 now. If your body is physically capable of doing the job, then you should be welcome to do that job. Now, I'm going to say, I'm going to repeat some words that are going to be controversial. Sometimes a woman cannot do a man's job because sometimes a man cannot do a man's job. Just like a man cannot do a woman's job because there are physical limitations between everybody. People are different. There are women out there who can be better laborers than me. And there, um, there are men out there who can, who would not be able to think of being able to talk for 33 minutes like me. These, people are so different in life. If somebody keeps telling you, that your gender, are you, your career choice is bad, or they it's because of your gender. First of all, what 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 type of slave driven mindset are they in? How do they actually get that into their heads? That something that might make you happy, that might make you might be able to learn, like earn money doing something you love, just because. You've got the wrong body parts I don't understand why anybody can actually um, judge people like that. I get that there are there are religions out there that might forbid certain things. I respect religions as well. I am I personally don't adhere to a specific religion but I do respect all good religions. If you are brought up in a religious in the religious um, environment, fair enough. If you are not happy with that environment and you do choose to leave, that's on you. That's, I'm not saying to be a slave to a religion if you're not comfortable. Just, it all boils down to do what makes you ha- yourself happy. Society undervalues happiness far too much these days. We, we are controlled by the dollar a lot we are controlled by other people we are controlled what con- we are controlled by what people perceive of us we are slaves to ourselves if you you can break those chains pretty easily it doesn't require a big fight if you want if you're a girl and you want to do that say you're a girl and you want to be an interstate truck driver you have my blessing because that is a fantastic job for For anybody. Now I'm just saying. Well off the top of my head. What I think might be a more male orientated job. I'm not trying to be sexist here. It's just off the top of my head. Or if you are a boy. Or a guy. And you want to be a nurse. You might be. You might be amazing at it. My dad was a nurse. And he. He was perfectly fine. People just do what you want. That's the, that's the end of the story. And those people who are actually telling you that you shouldn't be doing, you shouldn't be doing it for reasons. What you can say to them is don't let your own insecurities affect my career decisions because it's really their own insecurities that are making them tell you what to do. And that, that's my advice for. Them. A record writer segment. I'm going to hurry this up a little bit because we've now broken the record of 36 minutes. But I want to continue with this because I've got notes and I did. I wrote it down for a reason. Motivational speech. Coping with anxiety by making a change. All right. So... We obviously are all sitting inside our our houses in, so, in front of the computer or in my bus, in my little square, tiny spot in the bus where we are going insane by just looking at the same four walls all the time. And this is very anxiety-inducing. I've had enough people come to me lately and say, I've got anxiety for whatever reason. Now, I personally suffer from anxiety as well. I found out recently, in the past few days, and this didn't happen by accident, it happened because I'm expecting a kid, we had to make some changes. And I feel so much calmer, so much better, because I've had to switch my room around. Now, I was a horrible person, uh, for getting worse as well for a few weeks and I was getting angry at small things where I shouldn't have now I've moved rooms around I feel so much better and I remembered I should have done this ages ago you've got to make that change if you're starting to feel really claustrophobic cramped and all that you got to change things in your life even if it starts off as a small piece of change that positive change by the way don't change by saying up oh, i'm going to go do some drugs don't do that because that is not a positive change and drugs are bad um unless it's a coffee's first thing in the morning then that's pretty good so when when you're starting to feel anxious look at where you are right at that second that very second look around you Also think, have I had something to eat? Have I had something to drink today? Water. Have I eaten something? Have I had some, some water? What is going on? How can I move? Can I get that? Can I get away from here? And maybe go for a walk immediately. Yes, you're going to have to force it. You might actually have to force yourself to do some of this stuff. But once you actually do it, trust me, it will feel better. I think your environment affects your mental, your psychological state a lot more than you give yourself credit for. I learned that the hard way recently, and I'm trying to be a nicer person for my family, so... Because I've been, I've been really horrible lately. I've been getting so moody. I've had no patience. Well, I need the most patience because dealing with a pregnant woman, you need a lot of patience. You can, no matter how right you are, you're gonna be wrong, and you're going to lose that fight. So that type. So what I've had realized is. I've needed to develop this patience because I've had, I've actually had a few anxiety attacks lately, like really, really bad ones. And that has stemmed from an environment that was like a physical environment that was actually toxic. Now I go to work, I'm going to be stuck in that, that, try not to swear here, that flaming bus... And it's looking at those four corners on the same run, the same people, same everything, and it is enough to drive somebody insane. I'm going to be doing that. Well, what can I do to make a change? And I'm actually going to announce my advice. I might put my bag in a different place next time. I'll just make a little environmental change because my bag's always sitting up against my left leg because I can always feel it. It's always there. I'm going to put it on my right leg. I might not bring my walking stick to work because I'm feeling pretty good. My back's probably not going to go out. So there's another environmental change. I might also put my phone somewhere else where I can't even see it. I don't look at my phone while I'm driving. But hey, just a little environmental change. And I might feel better when I come home from work. Okay, so... I can't stress enough, if you're feeling ang- anxious, especially if it's around the same time every day, do something different that time every day. I want to know if... it Well, I... How can I know? There's no way that most of you can actually talk to me. I guarantee you that things are going to get better that way. Anyway, this, this has actually been the Bully Awareness Edition of... Um, Reality with Wreckage Rider. Bully Awareness Community is on Facebook as well as on Discord. I would like to see more people join in. You can join if you're not somebody who's been bullied or who has, has anything. If you just want to be there to support other people, I highly recommend you guys go there because it is a good community and I have been part of it for a long time and i'd like to see it grow and i right, my i'm records writer at at twitter.com if anybody still uses it i don't know what's happening these days anymore uh this is the longest episode and i feel really really bad if you've had to listen to my voice all this time appreciate you listening good night everybody